Welcome to Her Enterprise with me, Melissa. Hey, and me, Kelly. And it's me, Nicole. Join this group of entrepreneurial women building community and masterminding through our problems. So we can all lean into your values, cut what doesn't serve you, and grow in abundance. Let's get to it, changemakers. Hey, Changemakers, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode on Her Enterprise. Today, we bring you a mastermind. We're going to be going through Nicole's business. And so, yeah, if you haven't heard our mastermind episodes before, this is when one of us presents a place where we're stuck in our business and we get feedback from the rest of the group to overcome those challenges. So, hey, Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. And I'm Melissa here. And then now let's meet Nicole and talk to her about what she wants to present for this mastermind. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm great. Thanks for getting on here today and talking to me about this mastermind. It's coming up quickly. So I was so glad I could say, hey, let's mastermind for Nicole for one of our podcast episodes coming up because I have a time sensitive issue um, that I wanted to bring to you guys. So my challenge, and as you guys know, I've got my third book coming out. Um, I wanted it to come out already, but a lot of other things happened. Um, I was invited to present at a virtual conference, which I'm super excited about. I did an interview with a woman who gave me two possible clients as well, which I wasn't expecting. So I've been starting to kind of gear up with these clients that she's provided for me, um, which is awesome. Like clients is money. So that's great. Um, But it also means like some of my systems, as I'm slowly starting to set them up, I just, you know, I'll realize like, hey, I need more boundaries around this or that client time or when is a good time to do it. Um, I was going to. I was trying to do boxer coaching, but neither one of these clients, they really wanted to be more like virtual in person. So I had to like buy a paid Zoom account and do some other stuff that I wasn't expecting for them. But my main challenge actually is walking through. So when I'm doing this virtual summit, I have, I'm trying to figure out what's the big giveaway going to be for this virtual summit. Is it going to be my book, which is coming out? Or is it going to be me walking them through a client? So this is a, it's called Rise Up Mamas Conference. So it's for moms. There is an autism speaker. She's a mom with an autistic son. So she'll be doing a speech. Um, It's all about families and trying to empower moms in particular. So it's a good fit for me. But I am not sure. Should I talk about like, I could go through a scenario as a coach and like what I do each step of the way. Um, And I have another another client actually who has the bedwetting issue that I've been dealing with and actually have seen a cranial sacral therapist now here in San Antonio about it and we're working through it. Yeah, Kelly. So thank you for getting me on the train. I am riding fast. Um, I won't talk that it was amazing. We can talk offline sometime about how amazing she could, she, how many things she knew about my son without her knowing anything just by her intuition. So it was amazing. Um, But I don't know when I'm doing this summit I want to push my books. I'm going to have all the links to my Amazon author page because my third book, I'm really hoping it will be ready, but it may not because it's November 21st, this conference. And so I'm a little nervous about trying to put enough energy into the book and enough energy into the conference. And then when I'm preparing, should I prepare a walkthrough with a client in general or should I prepare a specific scenario? 
like this happened and we did this, 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 and this. Because I want people to see what a coach is, like with the strategies part. Um, I know, like, I'll ask them, you know, do you take supplements? Do you see a therapist? You know, do you need cognitive behavioral therapy? Like, I know the things to ask clients to make sure they've kind of covered their bases. But the strategies part, like, sometimes people don't always understand what that is. So I thought maybe I could walk them through that. Or would I do it more? Ge- so that would be like the general. Or would I say, hey, your child has this problem. Here's the specific steps we go through to do it. Or my third scenario could be, let me go through one of my books and just simplify my book. Like the one about parenting and shame um, has been getting a lot of good feedback. The one that it's called um, Give Grace, Reject Shame. So I could talk about the mindset shifts around parenting and feeling shameful if your child has behavior issues. So those are kind of the three topics that are one like moving around in my head. And um, also because I'm put under the wire to produce the book and try to have the third book ready after the conference, because I'll have all these people, it's like 15,000 people that could potentially be watching. So I want to have the right resources ready. It just makes me, you know, it's my first major speaking gig. I only did stuff at the YMCA before. And a lot of that stuff got canceled anyway because of COVID. Mm. Yeah, look at you. I see Melissa's twi- mm. twinkling her. like <laughs> She's done this before. So it's like, I want to have the right fit. And I thought maybe I can talk to you guys about what's probably going to give me the best bang for my buck, get people to go sign up on my page immediately and be like, yes, we want to follow her. We think she has good resources. I know I have good resources, but what's going to be the best presentation? So that's my dilemma. So my question is, what is the ultimate goal for the speaking event? You know, so you have three different talks that you're considering, Mm -hmm. um, but what do you want more? Do you want people to buy the book? Do you want them to book a coaching call or um, with with those three topics? I feel like those were the two main um, outcomes that you could have unless you think there's a different outcome for one of the other speeches. But I feel like... um, what what do you want more? Because then I think that would um, inform what speech you'd be more, um, like would give you the biggest bang for your buck. Right. That's a good question. Um, I guess, I guess because I'm, I'm more used to being an author, right? Like I've published enough stuff and the coaching is still newer. So sometimes I'll go back to the, the books because I'm like, I know the books are good. Um, and also I don't want, like, I, I, you always want clients. I don't think I'm going to get a hundred to sign up just cause you know, 10,000, if, if 10,000 people even watch it. Um, yeah, I guess I would definitely want, I would definitely want coaching clients out of it because that's, you know, the books are great, but you know, coaching clients is where it's going to be my bread and butter. That's going to be where I'm really going to be able to help people the most. Because if they read my book, that's great. I can help them. But I don't get to hold their hand. I don't get to give them accountability. I don't get to see the changes in their households the way I could if I'm coaching with them. So, yeah. My yeah. goal would probably be coaching. Yeah. I that My question was going to be more on the, like, similar lines, but almost like, what pain point can you bring the most relief to? Like what, 
need do you see them that you can help the most in this setting and setup? And then I think that'll naturally draw draw coaching clients. I think you could have an offer mm. of like, hey, if you want, if you're interested in coaching, then you can sign up and you'll get an extra 15 minutes free or something, right? Like if yeah. you sign up today, like I think that would be a great, you could have a clear offer at the end. But I think as far as like topic to present or like mode to present, it'd be like, what would that pain point be? Um, and then their call to action could be a coaching piece. So like whether it's like p- that parental shame and just. That's what like, it is. No, it's definitely then, parental shame. Yeah. And then that like, set, and then setting the space that sets the space of like what it's like to coach with you, that there's a, a layer of neutrality or acceptance of where a parent is. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, like there's so much that you like tell yourself as a parent that you're like, oh, (laughs) especially in COVID, nobody's the ideal parent that they want to be right Right. now. Right. Right. So even when you like are addressing that like layer of like parental shame and raising like um, demanding children (laughs) and like, and then working through that, but then also like it really sets the stage, um, not even figuratively, it literally sets the stage for you being a space of safety and like experience and that this is like, she knows there's this like sense of someone knowing your struggle, but then having resources and tools. And I, I feel like that's a perfect play out for both. No, that's true too, because it's not, shame is, as soon as you said pain point, I said shame in my head, it came right to my head. I mean, that's what, that's probably why I started writing my blog years ago, because I mm-hmm. felt ashamed that I wasn't a good parent. I was like, mm-hmm. why, why am I not a good parent? I know, I mean, I'm doing all this work. I, I'm focused, I'm present, I'm learning, and it wasn't helping because sometimes you're doing the wrong things um, because you don't understand how your child works. But that doesn't mean that Anybody could have parental shame if, you know, there's all kinds of mistakes our kids make, you know, they're, they're human and they're going to make all sorts of mistakes. And our job is to love them unconditionally, but do we love ourselves unconditionally? And that's the thing that I come back to. Are you being unconditionally loving yourself as a parent? Because if you can't show them that you love yourself unconditionally, how are they ever going to learn that from you? And how are they going to do that for themselves? So when they grow up, they aren't living with shame. It's just a really, it's a really hot topic for me. Like, that's my thing. It's like, how can we make this make, can we shift? Can we shift out of the shame thing? Shift into like embracing and loving even the tough parts. Um, That's really what, that's what I want to send home to any parent that would get on and listen to me talk. It's that, you know, and then any strategies to help alleviate all the other junk that comes with behavioral issues, I'm happy to provide, right? So so the shame is talking is something that you feel would lead them to your book. Um, correct. That was, like I think so. I mean, that's one of the, the second topics. book. Yeah. That's the second okay. book. And it, and it got really, I mean, it got pretty good reviews from the people that did, you know, read it and stuff. So that's good. Okay. Um, so was that your question initially or were you talking about 
preparing a speech specifically for the third book that that was your goal for no yeah the third book would the third book would probably be more like walking somebody through that would be more like walking somebody through the coaching because it's kind of like the big long experiment it's like the five-year experiment of every holistic health intervention i've ever done from cranial sacral to um different supplements to parent strategies, neuropsychological evaluations, 504 plans, like anything that I've done to try to help a child. Those are all the same steps I'll take when I'm coaching. It's like all the different things, you know, you can kind of work through. So I guess that's why the book seemed like kind of the shame parenting point. Um, The third book, yes, is like holistic brain health, but the coaching too is... So... Okay, but at the beginning when you were talking about those three different scenarios and you mentioned the the walkthrough of the book, like a summary of the book, mm-hmm. were you talking about the third book or were you talking about any of the oh, books? Oh, I was talking about the shame. Yeah, okay. I was kind of talking, okay. about, talking about shame in general. Yeah, okay. that's what I was talking about the book too. Right? Okay, and so, I mean, it sounds like just the way you were answering the question that that's the one that you're like – feels the most passionate and that you have the problem more defined. Like Kelly was saying that having the problem really defined the pain point, then it would be easier for people to see how you can help them. But I I almost feel like maybe you can combine two of your speeches because when you talk about the shame, you could technically maybe incorporate a little bit of walking through what a session would be like with you. Could could that be a possibility or is that yeah, are they no, too different? Would- No, no, it's not. If I would talk about the shame first, like just to get, you know, kind of get everybody like, hey, this is what's happened. You know, this is how you might feel and share a story right about what happened. I have plenty of stories of unbelievably embarrassing things that have happened. And and then, you know, and then shifting from there to say, well, okay, so as I started to shift it this way, the different ways I had the upframing, you know, a disability versus a gift, different mindset shifts that I bring in that have helped me and that help clients to look at it a new way so that you don't feel so bogged down. Um, yeah, I could definitely kind of talk about the shame in the beginning and the, what, what that means. And then kind of, how do we, sh- how do we shift out of it? Um, what are some, you know, little strategies and resources? And then what are some of the big mindset shifts that I can just, you know, explain um, as succinctly as possible? It's a, it's a 20 minute speech. So it's not that long. Um, but I bet I bet it'll seem long when I'm doing it. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Um, but I feel like it's, you know, I mean, as a teacher, 20 minute less, I never talked more than 15 minutes and then they did the work. So to me, it's the same type of thing. It's like now you guys do the work and then we have questions and answers. So then they can start asking me questions about what I spoke about and, you know, whatever else other help they need. So it can be an intimate connection too, which is why I, I agreed to the summit. I love the idea that immediately after I speak, they get to have a question and answer with me. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely like that, what we've talked about before, where it's like that you recognize the conflict and then you bring the relief, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is the like pressure point or that pain point? And then what's the relief that you have to offer? I like get real like part of me and 
it's just like my own thing because I've lived a lot of life is I like can't handle wallowing in the conflict for too long Yes, that I'm like, just, I know it's hard. Okay. I don't want to talk about (laughs) how hard it is anymore. I know you've already sold me on the hard part. And I'm like, what are the tools of relief? that can come. And that might be some of your like more specific strategies, but also that, um, yeah, a minute of like coaching through of like, I have tools, we have tools, we have resources, we have a a village. And I love, um, I was talking with someone recently and he was surprised. He's like, people just tell you stuff, right? Like money somehow, like everybody talks about money, right? Like, and that's kind of what we do um, or different things. And um, I kind of made the observation that like wonder will get you a lot of places, like just being very curious and wonder and discovery and like coming into that point of like, what does this new place look like? Like, what does it look like to parent without shame? And which tell me about this beautiful place. <laughs> and then like, and then how do I get there? And then I'll pay you whatever you want in order to know like how do I come to this point of like parenting without shame? What does it look like to be a parent that doesn't have shame? What does it look like for kids to ha- like be in this space? And I think inviting people on that layer of discovery is like. I don't know, then they'll call you for coaching anytime <laughs> anytime you want of like, let's discover together. Yeah, okay, now I'm taking notes, y'all. Because <laughs> I like the idea of the wonder of just, of describing what it'd be, you know, it is it's like, it's like the, the shame-free paradise. Like it's it's where we should all, you know, hopefully strive to be. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hard because it gets stuck um, for kids and adults even if you don't have kids. So, yeah, I think um, that's really helpful. And then that being the case, I will not worry that my third my third book is not ready necessarily. Like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself because I have like nine days. <laughs> and I have, guys, I have, which is fine. Like, I'll sit down and do a speech like quick. Uh, that takes me 20 minutes. I did lesson planning for 12 years. But- the problem is like not having the book, like, so I'm pushing, probably want to push the coaching then like just at the end, talk about my coaching offer. And then of course they can follow my Amazon page. So when the third book drops and they follow me as an author, they will get the email that says, ding, 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 her third book just dropped. Right. Yeah. 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 And I feel like even, even if you mention the book during your story, like, I'm sure the stories that you're going to share during the speech are probably in your book and just saying something like, oh, you know, this is one of the stories I included in my book um, where I talked about shame. And then you go into the story, you know, if you give them access to the link for the second book, because this is going to be a bunch of people, I'm assuming, who are not in your audience already. So even though your third book isn't out yet, um, the stories and the focus of the talk, if it is around shame-free parenting, might be enough to ignite the interest to buy the second book. Yeah, maybe it's something that if they send you an email or, or 
if they send you an email, you can have like a link at the bottom of your reply email that shows the link to the book while they're booking a mm. coaching session. So that way they have exposure to both options, right? Right, right. And I mean, I think too, the idea was some people aren't ready to like just sign on the dotted line and, and work with you directly. Sometimes, you know, you need to like see other options. I don't know. I just like the idea of having different ways of however you receive content. I started my YouTube channel today, which is really exciting. My son's helping me. Yeah. My son's helping me upload all of my 31 tips for ADHD. Um, So it's 31 videos. Yeah. I'm excited um, for that just because it's like so nice when I go to, to um, put things into my blog, I'm like, Oh, I can just copy my YouTube link into the blog and it just comes up as a video. (laughs) So you know, it's like it takes a while, but we're slowly but surely getting there. And the more exposure, whatever way people want to um, get information, um, I like the idea of. And and I think the books, I wrote them because I wanted more credibility, because I wanted to help families. And you can help families with a blog. It's amazing. But I felt like when I really dug deep and started writing um, and connecting these into books, it was like, this is more in depth. Like you can really sink your teeth into it and get, you know, walk away with more than you could from a one minute Instagram video or a three page blog post. Right. So that was the point. And then, um, but to be able to see families in action and make differences, like the little things I've been helping, like I helped a woman, um, her son couldn't get all the homework done. He was at, they go in person school cause she's in a rural area and she was just, she was like, he can't get his homework done. He can barely focus at school. Then he comes home, can't sit down. So I drafted an email, sent it over messenger. You know, I helped kids and stuff in school all the time. And she said, oh my gosh, I sent the email and I got, they're only going to do every other math problem and he doesn't have to do science every night and they change it. And sometimes, you know, they just don't, she doesn't have the verbiage. She didn't know how to talk. I'm like, I'm an educator. I know exactly what I need to say to get you Mm. what you want. You send this to the principal. And it was really great to get that feedback from her, um, you know, and that was over messenger. So, you know, things happen whenever they happen. And it was, it was great. That's, that's, that, those are the stories that I love. That's why I'm doing this. Right. Cause then I'm like, yes, mm. one, one child didn't get his stuff taken away and his mom isn't so mad at him. And he's not so mad at himself because I sent, we sent an email to the school and we made it work it, work it out better so that their afternoon at home is not just a disaster. So, you know, that's, that's great. Really great. I like that yeah. story. Maybe you can work that one in. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard because they say you're your child's biggest advocate, but and then but having tools on knowing how to be that advocate is huge. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, and it, like I said, it's stuff that you don't even think of, but when you've been working around ADHD and kids for long enough, you're like, oh, just do this. You <laughs> know, just <laughs> it just comes up like that. So mm, that's yeah. amazing. Well, yay. Well, you guys are awesome. I'm really, now my juices are really flowing around the little speech. I'm excited to sit down and bang it out. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to have, are they going to send you a copy of the speech or like, are they going to send you a copy of the video when you present with their little logo on the edge or something? I'm not sure how she's going to do it. I know that it's going to be in. So she has three different face groups. One's for enterprise too, which means I'll definitely talk about this podcast a little bit somehow. I, I'll figure out how to work that in because she 
you know, she wants to also, it's for women business, her business group is for women in business, but then the main group is for moms. It's a mom's group. So um, yeah, I'm going to try to make sure that I hit all of those, you know, topics, make sure it'll fit, it'll fit in. Awesome. Yeah. So do you feel like we, we got you your answer? Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No, I think I'm good. I'm feeling better. I was feeling overwhelmed about how to go. And yeah, so thank you. I'm really feel better. I'll get it done and I'll definitely get, I'll screen record it if not, and, you know, put it on my YouTube channel. So, you know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you had a copy because um, I think you said it's uh, essentially like a volunteer one, right? Um, yeah. And so right. I wanted to make sure you had some video um, so that later you can create your little speakers reel. And oh so <laughs> you got to help me with that, Melissa. I'm not ready for a speaker's reel. Oh my God. Well, the only way to get ready is to make sure you got the videos or a picture or something. <laughs> that's why I want to make sure you have it. So that yeah. way you can start building that, those assets um, yes. to, to put together. So good. Great. Perfect tip. Thank you, Melissa. I will definitely do that too. I'm going to say thank you guys so much for helping me. I, I love talking with you guys. It makes everything easier. Hey, Changemakers, thank you so much for joining us for today's Her Enterprise episode 013, where we mastermind Nicole's business. I just love having these mastermind calls with two other women because we really get the chance to dive deep into what is it that is actually stopping female entrepreneurs from moving forward? Where are we getting stuck? And so today we talked about Nicole's business and how part of that includes speaking and what is the best way to reach your audience, to send them the message and let them know that you can help them. So I hope you enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. The ladies from Her Enterprise are a woman's collective of knowledge, inspiration, and connection. We are changemakers. This is a podcast for the whole person. It is for you and your business. Let's grow. Let's flourish. Let's rise with Her Enterprise. Are you ready to be a changemaker? Hit subscribe.